Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Pleasure to welcome you into the Big Ten Championships. We're live from the French Lick Resort here at the Pete Dye Course, and I am sitting next to an absolute legend in Mike Small, the head coach since the year 2000 of the University of Illinois, but his credentials are deep. A Hall of Fame member, this man has played in multiple major championships, a winner multiple times of the National Club Pro championship and more and more and more dozens of pga tour events to his credit as well first of all michael it's great to see you whenever you come to an event of this stature a championship of this stature i'm curious about your mindset and how you help impart that into your athletes it's exciting i mean championships in college golf are different than the regular season the regular season is important you try to get better the fall season the spring season but we call this our championship part of the season this elevates everything the intensity the focus all the work you've put in all year is made to come out right now. So you got to relax. you got to trust yourself. got to have faith in yourself, mm-hmm. the work you put in. you got to have a level, level of intensity to go compete, obviously, at, at, when, when it's a different, different level of a tournament. But you got to trust yourself. Yeah, you gotta, this, this course for you, obviously you've had success here. Mm-hmm. How can that help you? How are you also trying to impart that knowledge? Well, I've seen it, like I said, in the national – professional championship and then I, we've, we've played three big 10 championships here so i've seen it in different conditions um i can relay that knowledge i can explain to them what i've seen but they have to take all their knowledge that they've learned how to play the game know their own game yeah and apply it to the golf course when the conditions change so they have to do it but i can just kind of explain to them what can happen what possibly could happen in golf you have to think positively but in the back of your mind you have to realize things can go a little sideways things can go the way you don't have want planned. It's not negative thinking, but just being aware of things that can go sideways, have the ability to, ability to adjust, and then get back on point. So we'll talk today about situations and circumstances where certain pins are or different wind conditions will solve some problems. If they do come up, they're going to have to recall that little bit of advice and then apply their own knowledge and, uh, and talent to getting over that. Is there... Is there a particular style? Uh, is there a particular philosophy that you're advising that they approach this specific golf course with? Um, we talked a little bit this morning, just briefly, and we'll talk more out there today, obviously. The elevation changes can, can, can get you here. Um, they don't seem, you're on top of this beautiful mountain you can see for miles, but there's, there's, there's subtle, there's, there's elevation changes you have to understand. Um, the fairways or tabletop fairways, as I call them, off the sides of the rough, there's not deep, deep rough from, from what I remember. I'll have to see today. But the, the, the lies you get off the fairway, the side hill lies, um, are very are challenging. Mm-hmm. It takes some practice today and some, some getting used to. Uh, and the greens, you got to know where to put it on these greens. And um, if the pace of the greens is up where I remember them to be, it, it, it's pretty treacherous. It, it, it can be a great challenge. So, you know, you just got to feel, feel your way around the golf course. But uh, like I said earlier, kind of identify where you don't want to be. Don't think negatively, but then play strongly and positively to where you want to be. I love these pearls of wisdom we're getting from a Hall of Famer here and the coach, Mike Small. I'm, I'm curious if, if I could ask you to assume the role of, a, of an analyst for a second. And if I said, do you kind of lay the scene for us of the Big Ten championship and storylines people should be looking out for? 
think the Big Ten is a deeper, stronger conference than people may give it credit for. Um, I think there's four or five teams in the top 40 or 45 teams in the country. Um, I think we're 17th in the latest uh, Sagram poll, 819th or something, which, which is strong. Um, not as strong as we have been over the years, but we've had a pretty good year for the young team we have. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, you got three or four other teams that are in top 35, 40. So I think it's anybody's ball game. Every year it's anybody's ball game, but it comes down to one week to identify the conference champion. What we've done over the years, I think, is impressive, and, and I, 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 I thank my guys for it, or I give them credit, that one week determines the champion, not the whole season. Mm-hmm. And you can play great all season, but you've got to bring it one certain week, three certain days a year to be the conference champion. Same as the national championship, too. So, you know, there's some depth here. There's some, there's some, there's some strength, but you have to bring it, be ready to play. And like I said earlier, bring some confidence, bring some swag, bring some purpose, but also be aware that you're going to have to make adjustments and things aren't going to go as planned. And, um, and uh, those other teams are all well coached. They understand that, and they're coming out hungry. They, they want to win this championship just as bad as we want to win another one. So it's, it's going to be a good old-fashioned Midwest you know, uh, fight, quote-unquote, if you will. Speaking of that Midwest fight, how has the weather been this spring? From what I hear, it's been a little bit rough. How much have you guys been able to take advantage of getting out and doing whatever you can do around it? It's been, it's been a, a cold spring, cold, wet spring, later than normal. I tell our guys every day when I get up and see them, I say, guys, it's usually not like this. Usually it's, 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 we're in spring by now, but we've been to Purdue and Ohio State the last couple of weeks for spring events, and usually in the past you're going into those campuses and the, the trees are budding and blooming. Yeah. It's more of a spring feel. This year it's still kind of a winter feel, so it's, it's unfortunate. But it is what it is. You can't control it. Um, it's just, uh, you know, you take it as it, as it comes, and, and, and we'll play. I said they told, told the guys the other day, we'll go play anywhere for this championship. We'll play on gravel if we have to to try to win another conference championship, and uh, that's the mentality you have to have. In snow, if you have to. Too. In snow, if I, you have I, think to. It says, I don't think that's going to happen, but yeah. But it says all you need to know is when they have the merchandise table over to the left of us here in the pavilion, there are knit caps as one of the items that you can pick up, even yeah. though it's going to be beautiful later on today. We had a chance yesterday when we got out about the same time you guys are going, it was 39 degrees, but it rose very quickly. And by the time we finished, it was in the middle 70s. It was absolutely gorgeous, and I think you're gonna, you guys are going to benefit from that as well. How excited are you for everything in the life of Mike Small right now? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm excited every day to get up and, and do something that I want to do. I've told people all along, this has never felt like a job to me. It's a lifestyle. And uh, to be able to be around the game of golf, to be, be competitive at the level and as often as I want um, as a player, but that's second to coaching. And um, to be able to come here and, and, and you know help these guys try to lay some kind of level of legacy in their life and the yeah. legacy in, in their college life to to and, and then to spur them on to whatever they want to do next is pretty cool so um i'm excited but i'm also you know i'm also thankful for the opportunity to just do what we want to do we are thankful too that this legend would take a few moments to sit down with us and i love the pearls of wisdom as i mentioned to you before that you get from college coaches and particularly from mike small because he's been there he's done that and now he's continuing the impact of lives of young people year after year my friend it's great to see you Thanks, man. wish you guys the very very best this week Appreciate it. Same uh, we'll be back with more live from the french lick resort we're here for the big 10 championship and it is a great field we have some special guests coming up stay with us at Ben Hogan Golf, we do things differently. We handcraft our clubs to your specifications, and we only sell online so you don't pay retail markup. We make exceptional golf clubs and deliver them directly to your door. Now that's different. 
Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Tralee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. Hey, Bryson. What up? I was just going through Bridgestone's new online ball fitting. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, very cool. I just got fit to that new Tour BXS I've been playing. Nice. I got fit to the Tour BX. It's a little faster. Hold on. Here's Fred. Hey, guys. Am I doing this right? You've never looked better, Freddy. <laughs> Find your fit at BristoneGolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time. Do you feel where you are in your golf swing? Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches. The ways that really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Big Ten Championships. Matt Adams here with you as we broadcast live from the pavilion at the Pete Dye Course here at the French Lick Resort. FrenchLick.com if you want any information on visiting this very special place yourself. And that's what makes it so cool, both as the host site for this Big Ten Championship and as a potential host site for you and your friends to come out and be able to play these wonderful golf courses. You're looking there on your television screens at the Pete Dye course. And as I always like to say, that's not water you're seeing off in the distance between the trees. Those are clouds. That's how high up we are. And here's a, a little video clip, a reenactment of when Pete Dye designed this course, laid it out on a napkin. And literally, they have the original napkin that he did it on, uh, framed here on the property. And you can see that for yourself as well. Volcano bunkers in the background. And this will be the site, the stage, once again, for an important event of the stature of the Big Ten Championship. 14 teams playing for this championship on the men's side of golf. Now, 
at the PGA Tour. Today we'll start the Mexico Open, and there were a number of prominent players that have addressed the media over the last couple of days, including Patrick Reed, who spoke to his first impressions of the golf course, what it is about Mexico that he loves to come to. He spoke about pressure, whether we're talking about it in the Q School variety or as a Masters champion, or whether it's just standing over an important shot and more. Here is Patrick Reed addressing the media. It's so pure. I mean, when you're sitting up there and you get to the driving range Monday afternoon and it looks like carpet and you go into the golf course and it's identical. I mean, there's, it's an absolutely amazing shape, perfect shape. Uh, it's a long golf course. It has some length, but really the fence here this week is going to be wind. The, wind. the wind has to blow because, I mean, even, even with the length, if there's not much wind, guys will be able to go out and attack this place. But, uh, you know, the golf course is good. I mean, you have to work the ball both ways, and you have to get really disciplined, I feel like, at this place. There's some pretty wide fairways out there, and, and you still have to set up and hit a quality golf shot because even though they're wide, you have to play from certain angles into these greens. I think the biggest thing is the culture and the people. Uh, there's, there's nothing better. You come down here, and every time I've been to Mexico, whether it's in Mayacobo, whether it's here, whether it's in Mexico City, the people are so friendly. They treat you like your own, and and you really feel like you're at home. And you know, it's, it has something to say because we've been to three different venues in Mexico, and it's all the same. And uh, you know, I knew when, once this one came on a schedule that we wanted to come and play. And and ever since I've been here, it's been unbelievable. I feel like I've been doing things a lot better than have kind of resulted in, but. Uh, the great thing is we have a decent amount of season left, and I feel like the game's where it needs to be in order to uh, to improve and, and to get the get where we need to be. Because um, you know the game's close, the game's there. Just need to go ahead and you know put it all together and get out, you know get out there and, and shoot some numbers. The biggest thing is for me, I always have basically a 15 club set, whether it's a hybrid or a three iron, but everything else stays the same and. and the hybrid three iron will depend on if it's windy or not. Because if it's windy, then you, you don't want the ball floating in the air. So really, it just comes down to that. But you know, the golf bag for me relatively stays the same, just because I mean, you you want to be very comfortable off of tees, and especially if you're hitting three wood off of a tee or even into a par five, you want to know exactly how far that ball's going to go. You don't want to have to sit there and try to get used to two different three woods and, and you know a bunch of different clubs. So for me, it's uh, you know, the bag stays pretty much similar. It's just you know swinging within myself and, and knowing that hey, even though the hole's long, two quality golf shots will put you where you need to be. It, it was weird when I was at Augusta that Sunday. I when I woke up, I w- there was just I felt so calm. It was almost weird feeling how calm I felt. I felt normal. Felt just kind of at peace. And then once I walked onto the first tee, that's when it hit me, and the nerves hit me throughout the first hole and. But once I got done with the first hole and I hit the hit the fairway on two, at that point on, I, you know, I felt I felt normal. I felt ready and just it, it was weird. I mean, it was almost as if I had that feeling inside that hey, it's your time. Go ahead and just play your normal game. It'll happen. And uh, you know, for Q school, I mean, I'm right there with them. I mean, I was uh, after my first two days, I was at the bottom of the board. I shot 18 under my last four in order to make it on the number and. You know, you have Q School. At the time, my uh, you know my wife was on the bag, well, soon to be wife on the bag, and we were getting married. You know, I think the following week. So there was a lot of pressure on that week, just that week, to uh, go out and play the golf golf we're supposed to play, especially with how well we did on the Mondays. And 
came close to getting our card that way that uh, we felt like you know we had to go out and actually capitalize the week, the year off by you know getting your card and making it. You know, I basically just taught myself, and, and I was able to feed off of that. Hey, it doesn't matter if it's a three-hole stretch, a nine-hole stretch. You still have a long time to kind of try to make it up. I mean, that's the thing in golf is it's not a sprint, a marathon. The sprints are the Monday qualifiers. It's 18 holes. you got to go out and, you know, perform. But uh, when you have a full tournament, you're going to have your ups and downs throughout the rounds. And you just have to make sure that on the downs they don't get you out of it mentally. Because physically, your guys are going to be able to bounce back and get hit some quality golf shots and be able to turn it around. But uh, going through something like that in Q school, it allowed me to, one, realize that, all right, you got, you got beat up for those two rounds, but you have four more. And then also it taught me that when I need to go out and play golf and shoot numbers, I'm able to do that. You know, for me, the biggest thing is you, you try to, I, I, throughout all my practices, I try to be uncomfortable. You want to put yourself in uncomfortable situations while you practice, so then when you get in those situations on the golf course, you already have a sense of feeling that I've done this before in practice. And, and so that's basically the biggest thing for me is you, you put the ball in divots. You put it on dip bad lies. You, you put yourself behind trees in practice to learn how to deal with those as well as, all right, also not just to hit a golf shot, but see, okay, where's the best leaves? Make sure you're thinking correctly. Because, I mean, thinking 60% of the battle. All of us have the talent to be able to pull off a golf shot, but... When you're not swinging well, you're in a bad spot. Am I thinking correctly to put myself in the best spot to minimize the damage? It's very important to me. Um, I've always wanted to be known as a worldwide player and play around the world and then compete in not only national opens, but also just compete around the world and try to grow the game of golf worldwide. And to be able to come down here, and, I mean, obviously you've been in Mexico multiple times, but to be able to come down here and, and have a chance to win Sunday would mean a lot. And to be able to hoist that trophy... You know, it just would mean would mean a ton to me as well as, you know, my coach and, and everyone else. Patrick Reed addressing the media at the Mexico Open. We're going to go over air times in just a little while for you. We are broadcasting live from the Big Ten Championship here at the French Lake Resort. This is James Pyatt from Michigan State, and he is the U.S. Amateur Champion. James, first of all, it's good to see you. Thanks yeah, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. On. You were on our show right after you won, and now that we are down the road a ways, I'm curious how much has it impacted and changed your life? Uh, it's, it's been a world of difference. I mean, you know, first and foremost, doing stuff like this right now, you know, as a normal college golfer, you know, you don't get too much media attention. And all of a sudden, you know, you're kind of the spotlight wherever you go. But uh, for me, it's been quite the ride playing in the Masters and all the PGA events. And just, uh, you know, it's been life changing and it's been a fun roller coaster of emotions, but uh, just learning and getting better and loving the experience. I got to ask you because you brought it up about playing in the Masters, the, the entirety of the experience. How would you frame it? Um, the coolest thing in the world. I mean, there's there's no other way to describe it. It's the <laughs> Masters. I stayed in the crow's nest all week. and um, Is it haunted up there? <laughs> it might be. They got bogeys lurking up there after my 81 the first day. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, it's. I mean, it's an awesome spot. Obviously, part of golf's history. So for me, I stayed the whole week up there just solo pretty much. And uh, Really? Yeah. So one night we had two other guys, Stu Hagestad and uh, Aaron Jarvis, stayed up there. But other than that, it was just me the whole week. So I was just hanging out with the locker room employees and just taking it easy. So it was pretty fun for me that whole week. Be honest with me. You you spent some time walking around in the champions locker room too, right? A little bit, yeah. You have to. Yeah. Uh, I got a pretty good story about that one, actually. So we're getting ready for <laughs> 
we're getting ready for the amateur dinner and um it's aaron jarvis and i were up there that night and we're both college kids and we don't know how to tie a tie i hate to say it so we're, we're sitting there we're like all right we're late for dinner we got our ties in our hands we're like oh what are we gosh. doing so we i take a peek into the champions locker room just out of curiosity and sergio garcia is sitting in there and one of the workers is like go on in there get on in there so we walk on in and we're just talking to him whatever and he sees that we're just holding the ties and he's like what's going on boys and we're like we don't know how to tie ties he's like I, <laughs> I i got you so he actually sergio garcia tied her ties for the amateur dinner. oh that is so cool and then the rest of the week when he saw me he gave like a little uh collar fix or tie uh tighten whenever he was on the course so it was pretty cool and that was a, a fun experience and memory you mentioned that opening round that you had how much of it was, uh, you know, I hesitate to use the word ner- nerves. That's for you to define, not for me. But how much of it was based upon just the weight of the experience? You know what? Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I felt my hands on the first tee ball. I didn't think I would. And um, it was just, uh, I wouldn't call it an experience, but um, just playing like a college kid. I mean, yeah. out there, they don't short side themselves. They play the fat sides of greens. And I got a little impatient there out of the box. And, um, you know, bad swings obviously wasn't playing my best golf, but just kept putting myself on the wrong side of the hole. And mm-hmm. Augusta National, you got you to gotta play smart and just be patient. So for me, you know, obviously nerves are always there when you're playing in a major championship. Sure. But at the same time, just lack of experience and um you know, not sticking to the plan that I had in my caddy had. So for me, it was um, eye-opening, but it was a heck of an experience, like I said. When when you were on with us last time, we spoke some about your team. And whether we're talking about coaches, whether we're talking about family, everyone that surrounds you, how important now in retrospect is that team to make sure that you stay where your feet are, that you stay balanced where you are right now and not get pushed along by weight of expectation? Yeah, I mean, they're everything to me. You know, having your family there, that's one thing you can always go back to is having people you love and trust in your life. And obviously my college coaches here at Michigan State and my swing instructor, Brian, it's I got a good team behind me and it's awesome, you know, because they keep me humble at the same time good. too, you know. Yeah. And um, for me, it's, it's, it's awesome just knowing what I have in the future and right now just enjoying the moment. And right now this week's the focus is Big Ten Championship Golf. So just take it one step at a time for me. Good. Let's talk about the Big Ten Championship for a second. I'm curious about the mindset of yourself, the mindset of your teams, and what counsel your coach has given you coming in. Yeah. I mean, for us, everyone has one goal. You know, you want to win. That's really what it is out here. They don't give rings for second place. So for us, um, you know, going out here, I mean, this is a a hard course from what I've heard. haven't played it yet, but um, it's just really going to be how well do we stick to a process and trust what our coaches say and what we want to do. And uh, you got to know it's going to be a dogfight out here. So for yeah. us, it's the goal is really to get in contention for Sunday's round. And from there, just play our best and get it done. So we all uh, we all want to ring at the end of this week. There's no doubt, obviously, that there, you're in your life at the front end of the question I'm about to ask you. But you will forever represent massive accomplishment for Michigan State. How important is that for you to know that that legacy is yours? Uh, for me, it's a dream come true. I mean, being a Spartan and uh, being a part of, you know, the East Lansing community, it's it's pretty special to me to, you know, be a part of Spartan history. And, um, you know, these past five years, I was telling someone today, I'm like, it sucks. It went by so fast. I <laughs> wish I had another five to stay in college, believe me, because Michigan State holds a special place in my heart and I'll always be a Spartan. That's very, very cool indeed. You mentioned uh, moving down the road, the future as you phrased it. 
any plans in the future and what's going to come next and what, how you're going to navigate things? Yeah, so for me, the plan's going to be turn professional as soon as the college season ends and uh, see what tour starts we can get and go from there. So uh, I actually good. got a U.S. Open and already a Memorial. So um, for those two right there, there's some good opportunities. Absolutely, absolutely. James Pyatt, uh, the U.S. Amateur Champion, going into competition later on this afternoon. I'm going to let you go because I know you got to get ready. Great awesome. to see you Thank again, you my so friend. Much. Congratulations on everything that you have accomplished. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. It's, it's our pleasure. When we come back uh, live from the French Lick Resort, we're going to get you caught up on where and how you can catch all your coverage of the PGA Tour as well right after these words. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. I guess, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Premium golf equipment doesn't have to be expensive. At Ben Hogan Golf, we design and custom build our clubs and sell them directly to you. And you can try any club for just 25 bucks at benhogangolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to the Big Ten Championship. Matt Adams here with you. Casey Luban is the head head coach, head professor of Michigan State. Great to see you, Casey. Thanks for joining us. This Big Ten Championship, 
obviously has a tremendous amount of weight to it. We just had a chance to speak with James at, at some length. I asked him the question of mindset coming in, individually and as a team. How would you answer that from your perspective? I mean, you, you just like any big tournament, obviously you're arousal level, you're up, you know, everything's engaged, but you're also just trying to go through your routine, your same mm-hmm. process. We played two weeks in a row before this, you know, we're kind of in a tournament mode already. So they went home, got some rest and obviously the venue changes a little bit of things because this is pretty dramatic, pretty incredible, but uh, they, these kids have been doing this forever. They know what's a, uh, he, James just played in the masters. I think a big 10 is going to feel like another golf tournament for him. Good. I hope, I hope it does for, for all of you guys. Uh, is that, are those the words that you impart to the team? Have you had a chance to address them today? Do you do that in the morning before you get here or will that happen right before you tee off? That generally happens tonight. You know, we'll go through the, the golf course shot by shot and then just talk about the feelings, the theme of the week. I think if you're a big 10 athlete, you know, winning a big 10 championship is always number one on your list. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's been a number of years. We, we, won three out of four when I was an assistant coach here and you know the program needs to kind of get out to shine and get another one so um, it's something we've looked forward to all year and part of the reason James came back that's awesome you know, from the standpoint of if I if I said to you if you could assume the position of a golf analyst for a second mm-hmm. and I asked you a question about storylines coming in what would you say the top storylines are right now at this point for this Big Ten championship well, obviously, uh, we're, we've seen throughout the year a, a bigger number of elite teams in our conference. You know, it's much more open. Um, obviously, Illinois is having another good year, but Northwestern, Purdue, Ohio State, us, Indiana, everybody has been deep and strong. And part of that's COVID, right? we got five years of players mm-hmm. um, on our teams. But uh, I think it's more of a wide-open championship than it's been in a while. And this venue um, has it a way of, of really affecting a championship. When I was here in 2012, my first year, we had no business um, probably winning the championship. And after 27 holes, we were up 15 shots. Um, ended up finishing fourth with a team that was probably seated 11th because you can get on the good side of this place or you can get on the bad side very quickly. So a lot of good teams and a very dramatic uh, outcome, you know, when you're going around French Lick. Well, let's talk about this Pete Dye course for a second then. Now that you have the experience that you have from this course, what can you tell your team in terms of an approach or philosophy of playing it? So we've been talking about it for eight months, right? (laughs) And um, Dan, my assistant coach, played here when I was coaching, and we've been kind of hyping it up in their head like every shot is going to test you. So, you know, what generally happens when we do that, to be frank, is they go out there and the golf course feels easier to them than what we put in their brain. Interesting. So we've kind of tried to make sure they know, like, this is not going to be a walk in the park. So hopefully they go into it and it turns out easier than they think it's going to be. Because right now we put some nightmares in their head. That's a really interesting (laughs) coaching philosophy. It's, uh, we got shocked in 2012. I think the whole Big Ten did at just how demanding the place was. Yes. And, and we're still living off that memory. Now, that's 10 years ago. These guys are better now. Scoring averages are way lower across the country. But I'll tell you what, if the wind blows, gets a little cool, hang on to your shorts. Oh, it always blows here. I mean, yeah. you see it right now. The flags are, are, are flapping out there as we go. Uh, you had mentioned James. Uh, mm-hmm. I told you that he was on with us in the, in the previous segment. Sure. One of the questions I just asked him was how important you, coach, family, your team, if you will, are to be around him at this point with what he has already accomplished from the perspective at least to manage expectations. Sure. How have you been able to help with that? Um, it's something we talk about 
James Pine winning the U.S. Amateur created a second job for me. You know, it's two to three hours a day of phone calls, planning his life, helping his team. Um, but as we've gotten to this point, we're past the Masters, we're past the Heritage. I really just want him to be a college kid for six more weeks. You know, let's try and put as much of this other stuff. We've made the decisions about his future now. We've made the decisions on caddies and coaches. Can we just let him be a college kid for six more weeks? Because the one thing, the U.S. Amateur was a blessing in every way possible, except it really took away his last year of school. You know, he wasn't able to just be another kid on the team and do what he wanted to do and spend time with the guys he came back to spend time with. Mm -hmm. We're hoping these last six weeks now, as we get ready for a long NCAA run, he could just be one of the guys. I hope so, too. I, I do wish you the very, very best this week. It's it's a huge championship, and I wish you the best moving forward, too. Thank you so Thank much, you so much you for me. your time. Okay, folks, let's get you up to speed now on how, when, and where you can grab your golf coverage coming up this week. Let's start with the Mexico Open. Our coverage on Golf Channel kicks off at 3.30 p.m., this afternoon that will run right up until 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. And the weekend it's split between us and CBS, 1 p.m. on Golf Channel and 3 p.m. on CBS are the airtimes. ESPN Plus carries PGA Tour Live. The PGA Tour Live coverage of the Mexico Open kicks off. It's on right now at 8.45 a.m. Uh, at the same time on Friday, on Saturday and Sunday, 8.30 a.m will be the start time of the same. As to PGA Tour Radio, that start time is the same every day. PGA Tour Radio can be heard on the PGA Tour app. It can be heard at pgatour.com. It also can be heard if you pay for the satellite service, Sirius XM, in North America, 1 p.m. Eastern time each of those four days. The Palos Verdes Championship on the LPGA Tour. Coverage on Golf Channel, we have it at 6.30 p.m., Today and tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday at 6 p.m. each of those two days. The PGA Tour Champions and Sparity Invitational. This update brought to you by Tour Edge. Pound for pound, the best value and performance in the game. Log on to touredge.com. Coverage starting at noontime on Friday, on Saturday, and on Sunday. It will be at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Log on to frenchlick.com and you can get more information on everything that's going on here at the Big Ten Championship as well as get the information that you're looking for on how you too can be a part of this wonderful place. Take in everything that you're seeing from all the video that Andrew has been running for you all week. It is a very special place indeed. Uh, and as we're wrapping up on this final day of our trip here uh, at the French Lick Resort, last night we had a chance to dine inside of the West Baden Springs Hotel, uh, just inside of the atrium, and, and Dom settling next to me. Dom, explain to the world what the heck is going on. <clears throat> well, what the heck is going on is we decided to order the whole menu. <laughs> That's what happened. We sat down uh, to have dinner, Matt and I, and obviously we can't eat the whole menu. We almost did. We did. Do but... you look at a menu and say, okay? That's right. So we sat down and uh, we, we had sort of a, a discussion with the waiter. And we Andrew, said, hold that shot there for a second. So, Go ahead, Dom. So we told the waiter, listen, why don't we, um, we want to do something a little different here. We're experiencing French Lake in all its glory. And there's a lot of things on this menu that I would like to try, that we would like to look at, take pictures of, share with the world. But we can't eat all of it, so why don't why don't you guys and the wait staff eat some of it? Because I, I was a waiter for eight years. Hey, man, I know how it's, I know what it's like back there. So I said, you guys eat half of everything, and Matt and I will eat the other half. So they brought out portions, just like portions of most of the menu. 
So what you're looking at there, if you're watching on the TV screen, that's a Wagyu beef burger in the bottom left there. All right, right here is Wagyu beef. With some in truffle lower French fries guy. right there. Uh, oh, oh, look at oh, Andrew look at zooming yeah, in for us. Look at this. Right there. So that's some truffle French fries. Obviously, these are all smaller portions. So they cut that burger in half, or it's absolutely so out. somebody in the kitchen staff just wolfed down the rest of that. Absolutely bucket. outstanding. Just above that, on the left, you've got some uh, some Antarctic pan-seared salmon and that grilled chicken quesadilla that he just he just that smoked chicken quesadilla. Okay, it's very different. The flavor of that is mind blowing. Not at all what you would expect. Right in the center there, you got some lobster bisque. Oh, yeah. Those are some Asian, Asian chicken wings. Don't, don't, don't just, just rip over the lobster bisque. I can tell you because you didn't have any. You don't have the lobster? No, I can't eat the lobster and the shrimp. That's, I'm allergic to that. It stuff. would have been so really that, that whole bowl of soup try. was for Matt. Couldn't yeah. really split that up. No, so. there wasn't too much we could do. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't share that so much with this wait staff unless they had some of their own. But it was really good because it had these huge chunks of lobster in the soup. And it was, it was a, obviously, if you've had lobster bisque before, you know it's kind of a creamy broth. But it wasn't that thick. So it was really, really nice. What's in the foreground on that shot? There? So that, that's the, those are the Asian spicy chicken wings. And uh, they had sort of a sweet salt spice sort of tossed sauce that they were tossing. Absolutely outstanding. It looks like sesame seed on it too, right? Yes. So, and, and if you go back out, I think there's a couple other things. There's a strawberry. Uh, no. Hold on one second, Dom. You mentioned, the, you, about that. you mentioned it quickly, the, the, the salmon. They served it over like a corn bed, which I've never seen before. Yeah, I believe they call it a succotash. A succotash. All yeah. right. So very cool. But that yeah. was, that was, that was, I really, out, that was excellent as well. Yeah, I really in the, enjoyed it. In the top right of the photo, you've got some strawberries and burrata. It's a salad. Oh, Very yeah, good. it's kind of behind, it's yes. behind the uh, Oysters Rockefeller. There's Oysters Rockefeller that Matt's It's right above the there. soup, yep. Andrew, if you're looking for, for a close-up on that one. But there, there it is, it is. Right there. That was the Oysters Rockefeller, which looks like I've already wolfed my way through them at the time yes. this photo was taken. Yep. And behind it was that burrata, which was really good with the strawberries. Very, and, very and good. And, and now we get to, to my favorite part, which is some of these desserts. So what on the right-hand did side. Did you say the pizza? Yes, there's some pizza, some margarita pizza. And then oh, huh. there's a brownie sundae on the far hand, right hand side, oh. and a cheesecake. And I, I listen. I'm not. I know you know. There's not that many people who are going to be surprised by this, but that cheesecake right there on the top. That's the first thing Matt ate. <laughs> Darn right it was. <laughs> no, that, no, actually, in on fairness, that entire table. <laughs> in fairness, the first thing that I took a bite of was the was the a brownie he, sundae. He stood up. They put the salmon in front of him. He stood up, went over, grabbed the plate of cheesecake, put the cheesecake right in front of him. <laughs> and then, hold on, Andrew, last thing. This is the last thing I want to show you. <laughs> I saved it for last because it was the best thing we had on that table. It was absolutely outstanding. Right there on the front, on the bottom, there's actually two of them. I ordered two of them because I knew it would be good. That is a key lime creme brulee. Unbel- like unbelievable. You told me that that so was good. the best thing on the table. It was the best thing. And on I can attest to you that the best thing on the table was a tie between the brownie sundae and the cheesecake. Which you mixed together and scarfed down. <laughs> yes. You can see how close I kept them. There they are right in front of me. But you <laughs> we had a great time. You were, they, gave us, they gave us a pile of forks, so we didn't do the Seinfeld thing. We went in once. Yeah. And then we're done. And we, for the record, we did not clean the plates, all those plates. We did not eat all that food. Come on. We ate, a, we ate a lot of it. You, you, you ate all the chicken. If we have to keep score, you ate a lot. That's the score? I ate a lot? <laughs> you won. Well, as long as I win. You did win. Successful trip. And I we, win. We all won this week here at the French Lick Resort, and we want you guys to, too. FrenchLick.com. We had a great time on our fan trip here. It was sold out again, and everybody had a ball. Thank you. 
to all of you for the support that you give us. We're excited about this Big Ten championship and everything that it holds in store. Obviously, there's some very big-name players here. Uh, they're all looking to do something very big and win this championship. Uh, you can get more information on where we are, again, just by logging on to FrenchLick.com, and we are so full of gratitude for the opportunities that we have and for the chance that we have to hang out with you guys at incredible places like this. If you log on to our website, which is fairwaysoflife.com, you can get all the information on how we do these trips, including getting the information on our new apps that actually has a section for fan trips. So you can see where we're going when, because we're only three weeks away from our next one when we'll be going to Ireland. Uh, it's been, it is sold out, I have to tell you, and it's been sold out for some time. Uh, we're going to go to the northwest of Ireland, and then we're going to go to northern Ireland. We're going to play incredible golf courses along the way, including uh, Royal Port Rush, which I'm super excited about, uh, as excited as I am about you guys having the opportunity to pick up the Fairways of Life app. Obviously, it's free, and it'll work on whatever mobile devices you have, wherever you get your apps. You can not only hear the show as an audio version, you can also see the show from the television video side. And this weekend on our national show, Fairways of Life, it is completely dedicated to the French Lick Resort. There you can see some of the networks that were on, Valley Sports, uh, New England Sports Network, NBC Sports, DirecTV, Root Sports, AT&T Sports, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and we're going to take you through our experiences, just like we just did in a mini version. We're going to take you through the experiences that we have had here at the French Lick Resort, including bringing on some of the luminaries that run the show on a day-to-day basis so that we can help educate all of us as to how and why. Look at these shots. This place is so unique and so special. Hope you guys have a great Thursday. Enjoy the golf. I love these shots, Don, that we're showing the world here. Uh, And we'll be back with you again. Thank you for it all. Bye for now.